Hey you, welcome to Nata with Neil, where each week I go over a blog post I've written in the past and analyze how my feelings have changed on topics like nature, love, relationships, politics, and many, many more. I hope you've been doing well, and I'm glad to have you for today's episode. I will be continuing where we left off last week, reading the rest of the letter titled, Being Me. Towards the end of the second year of undergrad, I was approaching another milestone and I didn't even know it. I had gotten really close to a girl in college named Soumya. We initially bonded over faith, Christian music, and our sardonic way of poking fun at others. We spoke regularly and a lot. One day, out of the blue, I wanted to see if she would be able to accept me fully, so we decided to do a one-secret exchange game. If memory serves well, I went first, and she was not convinced initially since people used to joke about me being gay all the time. But I was honest and she was surprised, but she did not freak out. She told me she had a crush on me and I was so flattered. That night, I began to reconsider and thought it would be so easy just to take it all back as a joke and try to date her since she liked me already and I cared for her so much. But I did not want to ruin her first relationship and be so deceitful. Instead, I told her about these thoughts and she told me that she was honored to be the first person to know this about me and she did not want me to take it back. She immediately received a permanent place in my heart. Over time, she expressed to me that it wasn't so easy for her to accept my sexuality, but because of what I meant to her, she was willing to put in the effort. We have both been through a lot since then, in terms of our relationship and our individual lives, but we will always be best friends with a bond, one I never expected, that transcends distance and hardships. Next, I came out to my brother, who seemed pretty nonchalant about it, which in its own way was a big relief because he is such an important person in my life. I knew that I had to come out to my mother soon, and it happened during the winter break that same year. What I didn't expect is that my mom would quote stuff from the Old Testament of the Bible and say things that I had seen parents say in LGBT movies. She went through the exact thoughts I went through when I was learning to accept myself, thinking that it is a phase or that there was someone to blame. I thought I was fine with her rejection, but it left a wound in me since her opinion mattered to me more than anything else. Our relationship, which had been so strong till then, began to suffer. We shared less and fought more than ever before. One day, my mom asked me 
what she had been asking for a while. Why was I so angry with her? I decided to look within once again and I realized the reason was even though we hardly discussed the issue I had to understand her situation or mindset and forgive her. The generation X and further back in India and elsewhere hardly acknowledge these issues forget about discussing them openly. It's somewhat like living in the same place for years and then suddenly having to move to a completely new country where they don't speak the language you grew up with or don't have the culture you're accustomed to. You wouldn't know how to interact and deal with the new people around you. In a way, I became a foreign concept to my mother. But I was the same as before. I had just finally vocalized a part we had been ignoring. My life will not be as hard as those before me because the world is more accepting than before. This is where I learned that sometimes expectations are the biggest evil in a relationship. A lot of the discussions we had were awkward and conditional. Our relationship has gotten stronger over time and we've had some genuine and emotional conversations around this subject. Time and honesty is all we can give each other, sharing the knowledge that we love each other and just want the other to be happy. In the time it took us to get to this place, I tried to fill the void of my mother's acceptance by coming out to a lot of other people. I have only gotten love and acceptance, which is great but hardly matches what I really wanted at that time. I have learned that throughout my life, I've been drawn to strong women because they remind me of my mother. And as I've come to terms with myself, confiding in them is cathartic for me. till i can truly and fully confide in my mother still i am aware that she loves me immensely even if she might not know all of me or my experiences i am subject to a lot of opinions that vary drastically especially after moving to the us i see a larger spectrum of people that have strong opinions on my sexuality, my gender identity, or how I choose to live and express myself. These are just stepping stones, and sometimes they may be useful, other times they really are not. But all of this in no way completely defines me. There's a lot more to my life like my passions, job, friends and so on. But this will always be part of me. Even if I remain single, it's an aspect of me that will always be present and true. This letter is just for all those people who struggle with their identity or coming out as well as those that continue to hold on to the hope. that their lgbtqia+ child will find a person that fits traditional norms 
I want to help them realize that they need to stop building castles that will have to be torn down eventually. I now live my life as truly as possible, an open book that does not find it necessary to explain things to anyone unless I want to and not to take any opinions into consideration if they are not well backed up by facts or genuine concern for myself. This portion of the letter mainly dealt with my coming out process. And for anyone that's had to come out, you know that it's a continuous process because the norms of society are so ingrained in people's minds that anyone that does not abide by them has to regularly state their differences. And this isn't great because a lot of the time stating those differences puts you in jeopardy. But the main thing I want to talk about with regards to this portion of the letter and today's episode is opinions. In the previous episodes, I've talked about a few different topics. And if you remember in the start, I mentioned that the theme of this series for Pride is the decor of Pride, which started with discovery, then expression, last week's confusion, and this week's opinions. Now, the reason why I want to focus on opinions is because at this point, most of us have heard a lot of coming out stories. And what's really focused on in the coming out stories is the hardship, right? The either acceptance or denial of one's sexuality or gender identity. But what doesn't get talked about enough are the opinions. Anyone that decides to come out is bombarded with opinions. Opinions of why it's so great and why you should be just the way you are. Or why what you are is horrible or unnatural. Or a multitude of other opinions that lie somewhere in between. The important thing to know is none of those opinions are actually useful. When someone is coming out, like I said last week, they are dealing with a lot of confusion and turmoil and internal issues themselves. When you say things like, oh my god, you are so perfect, don't change the way you are, that is not going to help them if they are dealing with something or trying to process it themselves. The same way saying that they are wrong and confirming their deepest suspicions or fears is also not great because it can lead to a lot of dark places that people go to when they are met with opinions like that. I've said it in a previous episode and I'll say it again. That opinions are fine because opinions can be modified. They are malleable because it is just a perspective you have that has only been informed by your past experience, by your past exposure. But when an opinion becomes a belief is when it's the most dangerous and the most toxic. 
because then it becomes part of your identity and it's so much harder for you to listen and try to adapt to the new information you're receiving through all of the stories that i mentioned about my coming out all the responses and opinions i got had varying effects on me the things i mentioned about saumya were really great but also it led me to feel like everyone was going to react the same way and also what wasn't great was finding out later on that she had to suppress part of her to support me which i don't i never wanted that and most people that are willing or that start to confide in someone about their sexuality or gender identity rarely want that to be a burden on the other person it's just a way for us to say the thing that we've only ever had in our mind or in our heart and so it was not the best for me to realize that but i'm still grateful that she was so willing to put her feelings aside to let me grow and explore and understand and share who i was my brother's opinions were nothing he was like great doesn't change who you are you're the same brother i've always known um so if that's how you see yourself then i'm glad that you told me and that's honestly a lot of the times the best response to not change anything because the last thing that someone wants when they are going through all of these internal changes is to have relationships around them change as well obviously over time relationships will have to evolve but at the point of coming out it's best if you allow them the comfort of knowing that nothing has changed just listen accept and let it be what it is my mother's reactions and opinions were the opposite end of the spectrum i got a lot of the things that confirmed my fears that affected how i was thinking about my faith and how i was thinking about what it would be like to continue to have a relationship with my mother and that was really hard it was hard to know that this person who i had idealized for so long this person who had been a rock or a constant figure in my life may not want to do that just because of something that existed as part of myself that i couldn't even control over time of course like i said i realized that she still loved me she just was having a hard time fully comprehending and understanding a part of me over time she's tried to understand it more and i'm really grateful for that but i don't know if we'll ever get to a place where it'll be completely transparent and open and we will have a relationship where we can just share all the details that i wish i could share with her and so i think that void was really pivotal for me pivotal in both bad and good ways in the bad ways because it just made me like build this resentment for my mom which you know was not great for us and also not fair to her considering that 
she had never encountered anything like that before in her education in her society in any aspect of her life and expecting her to be able to embrace me with open arms was probably not fair both somia and my brother had had some sort of exposure to those concepts so it wasn't so foreign to them as it was to my mother the positive side of the void was it pushed me to truly just open up to say i don't care if my mom can't really accept me as i am right now then if i'm just going to be myself if other people can accept it great if other people cannot then that's fine and honestly i think that's really helped me evolve to the person i am today it's helped me realize that i need to live my life for myself not for anyone else i'm glad that my parents equipped me with the right knowledge and strength and skills to be where i am today but a lot of the other things was was what i have developed myself through my experiences through my introspection and my life some of you may be wondering why i don't mention my dad anywhere in here and this is something i think i've mentioned in a previous episode if i've not maybe i'll just say it here my dad and i don't have the closest relationship because of a lot of different reasons i think my dad kind of wanted to fit this norm of a man and what a man's role is supposed to be or how he should express himself he was very reserved with his emotions he didn't really do a lot of things with us the same way my mom was willing to spend time with us and he was fairly rigid and had very strong opinions that i did not agree with so i never felt the strong urge to come out to him i think over time i found out that my mom had kind of come out to him for me because she was angry with me for something but it didn't affect me and honestly my dad doesn't bring it up at all and i'm okay with that so the important thing again that i want to say is that opinions are strong they have a lot of power and it's important for anyone to measure and evaluate whether their opinion is worth sharing at this point or not think about what that other person is going through try really try if possible to put yourself in their shoes that is the most important skill someone can develop as someone who has regularly tried to do it themselves i will tell you that being able to understand something from someone else's perspective is going to make you so much more empathetic it's going to make you such a understanding and open and welcoming person so allow yourself to put yourself in other people's shoes and see what your opinions would be if you had gone through the same experiences they had if you feel like your opinion is not going to constructively be delivered and help someone truly 
make their life better in a way that is not clouded by your prejudice, then please keep those opinions to yourself. You can spew them among the same people that share those narrow-minded views, that share those opinions that are honestly beliefs and who don't want to adapt and try to understand and incorporate the new information that they're learning to truly modify how they think. Well, that's all I had for today. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you have a great week ahead and I will see you again next time.